When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with you. Now, this is a pre-recorded episode, just throwing that out there, but I appreciate all of you guys. I'm in Vegas getting preparations ready for our party currently as because this video is airing, but this video is going to give you every single thing you need to know about the 49ers versus the Raiders, getting the new year started off right, increasing the best winning streak Kyle Shanahan has ever had as a head coach from eight to nine games. He's tied currently with 2019, and probably the sweetest part of this matchup it's just destroying the Raiders. Used to be neighbors. They moved away. Um, community couldn't support the team. I don't know what that would be like as a fan. But you get to go to a new stadium and just put the final nail in the coffin in this season for the Raiders. And that is needed because this franchise, top to bottom, coaching, ownership, roster, leadership, trash. No respect for this team. None whatsoever. I know there's amazing human beings on there and some great people. No doubt about it. Collectively, no thank you. None whatsoever. So let's get this new year started off right in Vegas. Now, the 49ers have a lot of bigger things on the plate during this game, right? You're still hunting after that number two seat. If Minnesota slips up even just a little bit, Niners right there, they're going to take it from them. So that's very, very important. So the idea of the 49ers like resting players or whatever else, that has been put to bed countless times by Kyle Shanahan. And even on top of that, like Shanahan talks right here in this clip, it's almost impossible to rest players in today's NFL when you only have so many rosters. We still, gotta, we still need 48 guys. So, I mean, who are we going to rest? And then I got 53 guys to look at me and like, who you who you care about the most? Who are you resting? And it, it isn't that way. Um, you got to play the game. We got to suit up our guys. And... Um, Hope to get through it as healthy as possible. And that, that's the way that it goes in today's NFL. You might be able to rest four or five guys, but when the 49ers have used, they've had so many injuries, and you've used all of your IR spots to return, Elijah Mitchell's going to be the last one, number eight. You're so limited because you're still carrying Givens. You're still carrying Jimmy Garoppolo. you still got Debo, which I, who I think will play, but limited. You only got so many spots. And so I, I think – 
You've got to be really smart. You just got to go out and play. You can't turn football off, especially when you're in a streak like this. You just got to ride the hot hand. Uh, and in the words of the hangover, don't walk away from a burner, baby. You don't walk away from a burner. And that's where the 49ers are. Um, the Raiders, exact opposite. Hot mess. Just benched their franchise player, quarterback, mascara wearing car. He's gone. Not only did they bench him, they told him to leave. That's going to ruin a locker room when this guy, I don't like the Carr brothers. I can't stand them, in fact. But um, you can't find a teammate to say anything bad about him. And so from that point, utmost respect. But a trash franchise like the Raiders that continually, this is how you treat your franchise players. This is how you treat them. Was Derek Carr good? No, never was. Um, I never had him as a top 15 quarterback. A lot of people disagree with me on that. But that's okay. Y'all chose to pay him $40 million this year. Congratulations. You just sent him home with two games left in the schedule because you're scared he's going to get hurt because he's going to get cut next year just to save money because your owner doesn't have much money. I say that as a podcaster wearing, I don't know, Old Navy clothes. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> but congrats to Jared Stidham. He's going to get his first start. Um, the first NFL start is going to be against not only the number one defense in the 49ers this year, I would argue probably the best defense in the past decade. You could go back further. They've got to close out and win the championship. But if the 49ers win the Super Bowl, this defense will be legendary. It will be mentioned in the exact same sentence as the 2000 Ravens, as, you know, the 85 Bears. Oh, you can go back. But if you're just looking from a Niners perspective, it's top of the list as well. 49ers almost a shoe-in to finish number one on points allowed for the year. 49ers have only done that two times before. In the entire franchise history, this would be number three. 1960 and I believe 1984 are the other correct answers. If I'm wrong, I apologize. Uh, that's off the top of my head. I don't have that in my notes. Um, and speaking of notes, I want to give a shout out. The great Coach Cruz, um, as good a person as exists. He did a lot of this research and compiles this, which helps me out. I go back over, change, add stuff. But it's pretty damn hard because he does such a good job. Um, so how does this game even get close? I don't know. Ranger, uh, the Rangers, the Raiders are coming off – Eight consecutive games within a touchdown or less. They played every game close. They have blown the most double-digit leads in NFL history. Um, they just lost last week um, on the last minute to the Steelers. The week before that, they won the last minute versus the rate uh, versus the Patriots. I mean, you can. It's just close. Every game they play is close, but the 49ers got a lot here. I mean, you literally ran a campaign that said faithful to the Bay as soon as they left. These two teams don't like each other. These two fan bases don't like each other. You can tell from my voice, and usually I'm a very positive guy, I don't like these guys. I don't like them. I don't. Now, it doesn't mean their fans are bad or anything like that. It's not that at all. I'm going to be chopping up with a lot of Raider fans uh, this whole weekend, which I'm excited about. But there is animosity between these two franchises, period. Um, I'm still bitter over Jerry Rice playing for him, Roger Craig playing for him, uh, Ronnie Lott playing for him. Now, I get why players would stay. They didn't have to move homes. So you could stay in this community. You don't have to uproot your family and just play for the other team. I understand that. I don't like them. I don't like them at all. Now, they're six and nine on the year. Nice. Um, let's go through how they got here. Um, it started off losing three straight. Lost the Chargers, Cardinals, Titans. Okay. Um, beat the Broncos by 10, lost to the Chiefs by one. Probably their best game of the year, but that was a division game, whatever else. 
Then they beat the Texans by 18. Then they go out and lose to the Saints by 24. The same team we blinked. They lost by 24 to the Saints. Um, and that started a three-game losing skid. Saint lost to the Saints by 24, Jaguars by seven. They lost to the Jeff Saturday coached first week ever, Colts by five. Worst loss, not only in the NFL this year, Jeff Saturday and the Colts haven't beat anybody else but the Raiders, by the way. I would argue that is the worst loss in any game this entire year by any franchise. Embarrassment. Josh McDaniels should have been fired after that game. He's a terrible coach. One of my least favorite humans. One of my least favorite coaches in the NFL. I can't stand him. Um, just not good people. Um, whether contacts that I know in the coaching scouting community and players, all say the same things. Not a good dude. Not a good dude. Cares about himself. Um, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe my sources are wrong. But I think it kind of shows who this guy is. Now, they lose three in a row, lost to Saturday Colts. That is hilarious. Then they win three straight. They beat the Broncos by six, Seahawks by six, Chargers by seven. Okay. Then they lose to the Rams by one. They lost to the freaking Rams with Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Not a good team. Beat the Patriots by six on the last play of the game where Chandler Jones, stiff arm, and Mac Jones, which was awesome. Um, then lost by the Steelers in the last minute, um, lost by three. So straight games within one touchdown. And they're just, again, like their last three games, winning touchdown by Baker, crazy drive the last thing, um, last second of the game, right? Winning touchdown by Chandler Jones, then winning touchdown by Kenny Pickett, all in the last minute of the game. So if you're looking at like people that this team has lost to, Jeff Saturday, Baker Mayfield, Kenny Pickett. You see what I'm saying? Like, not good players, not good coaches, not good teams. That's who the Raiders are. This will not be a last-minute game. Um, now, if we look at the Raiders and points scored, uh, their 12th offense has put up numbers in the first half. They completely, again, sign of coaching. Whenever a team makes second-half adjustments, Raiders coaches can't do jack squat. Raiders players can't do anything. So they can game plan, and if they're going to have any success against the 49ers, it will have to be in the first half. Because what the Niners defense does in the second half, this freaking strangle people. They, they make them tap out. That's going to continue this game. So if the Raiders don't come out and match, or at least keep this game close in the first and second quarter, oh boy, it's going to get ugly. I mean, I'm talking Mark Davis haircut ugly. Yeah, you see that guy? It's like a I don't even know. Acorn gone wrong, right? Like, it's going to get bad. So, they averaged 23.2 points per game by offense. That's not bad. 23rd in points allowed. That's not good. Um, so, they're, again, 22.2 points scoring a game. They're allowing 23.3 points against them. So, it's close, but not good and which is interesting whenever you have a guy like max crosby who i think is a top five defensive player in the nfl kyle shanahan referenced him as the second best defensive player in the nfl he's not wrong that's not a wrong statement it's just they don't have a good unit they have a couple good studs chandler jones was great he's out he's injured they put him on ir his season's done which if you've listened to this show long enough you understand my respect for chandler jones because i consider him an elite pass rusher and has been for a decade now, if we look at them as a snap-by-snap snap analysis from Pro Football Focus, just overall units, right? So Raiders, overall, uh, as a team, 17th. Offense, 15th. 
16th average. There's average. Defense, 23rd. Special teams, 25. Now the Niners. Here we go. Second overall, tied sixth on offense, first on defense, 21st in special teams. We beat them in every category, including special teams, which is where teams have kind of got one up on us. On paper, this is not a game. The Raiders should be relegated to the Big Ten. Like, they don't belong. Um, their talent belongs, and they've got some stud players filtered through the roster. And, and so let me kind of correct myself and say this. They were on it. They made the playoffs last year, and they should have kept them. Rich Passaccio was a hell of a coach and the antithesis to Josh McDaniels, who's not a good person or a good coach. And so you gave up on this amazing, wholesome, great coach that had literally proven every single where he's been, how great of a human being he is, and the team bought into him, went on a crazy rally after you fired racist Gruden. And Mark Davis said, no, it's not fun enough. And so went out and got Josh McDaniels, and he has just plundered the talent that he has on this roster. We'll go over the talent on both sides of the ball here in a little bit. Josh McDaniels as a head coach, 17 and 26. Um, again, I don't like him. Uh, he went 11 and 17 for Denver. This is the same guy that traded away um, Jay Cutler and Demarius Thomas. I'm uh, oh, sorry, Jay Cutler and Brandon Marshall for Tim Tebow. Like, now it's more complicated than that, but just no, bro. <laughs> just no. I can't stand this dude. And he would be fired now if Mark Davis had the cash. Um, you know, the, the Raiders have to apply for cash exemption status every single year with the NFL because they can't carry the contracts in the futures. And so a lot of the roster moves that they make every year, getting rid of three out of their five offensive linemen last year was all about money because he couldn't pay the escrow accounts based on the guaranteed money of the future of the contracts. And so like, that's an issue for them. And so they can't fire Josh McDaniels now because if they do, Mark Davis is going to be even short more money. Um, they should have kept Rich Passaccia. Just terrible decision. Now, if you want to see the scouting report, all 22 breakdown of the Raiders, we dive into that. That's on our Patreon channel uh, for the Steve Young tearing up. Literally go through all of the all 22 film, watching, showing you everything. Now, let's talk injuries for both these teams. Uh, Jordan, 49ers, again, I have said this several times. I, I trust this front office with a lot of things. Injuries isn't one of them. And so if you look at the injury report, you've got the 40 yards with like 12, 13 players on this. And most of them are just fine. Jordan Mason out like questionable with a hamstring. Come on, bro. That was a week and a half ago. He played through it last week. He practiced all week. He's going to play through it this time. Eric Armstead, Christian McCaffrey. You know, you just look at guys that are on there. Javon Kinlaw. They've got so many guys on this injury report that are playing and have no concern whatsoever. Debo, I do think will play in a limited fashion. Uh, Kevin Givens still a little ways away. Um, Ambry Thomas played last week. Not too concerned about him. So not a lot there. For the Raiders, they're relatively healthy besides losing Chandler Jones, who I would say is a top four player on their roster. Um, Rocky Sin, one of their corners they traded for, he's on IR. Zamir White's questionable, but I think he's going to play. I think almost everybody else. That, that's about it for the Raiders. They're, they're relatively healthy despite a 6-9 and nine record. 
Now, the history of this matchup is fascinating to me. They used to play all the time every preseason until the violence got so bad in Oakland and in San Francisco, so they kind of went away from that. I'm really hoping that the fans, you know, we're going to have 60% 49ers fans there. I'm going to be there. Yeah, I'm pretty chill. I, I do root for my team very hard no matter where I go, but I do not like, you know, causing violence. Um, but at the same time, like, I, I just hope people are smart. I really, really do. I know it's New Year's, and so drinks are going to be flowing and all that stuff, and that's a great thing. But at the end of the day, this should be a positive experience, and somebody's got to lose. Hopefully everybody's cooler heads prevail. I really hope that's the case. And so if you're going to the game, be one of the people in the crowd that helps mitigate issues, have fun, talk trash, have a good time, be respectful, but be one of those people that aren't getting filmed in fights um, and try to help others out to stop fighting. Um, anyway, I'll throw that out there. Watch me like be live on TMZ or something. Uh, I don't think I'm important enough to be on TMZ. But all that to say, this series is tied 7-7. They've only played 14 times. Um, that's it. 49ers have won four out of the last five. And the last meeting was when Nick Mullins donkey punched uh, the Raiders. Just completely just destroyed them. 34-3. to That was in Santa Clara. That was back in 2018. Um, Derek Carr was the quarterback then. Uh, he's not now. And, and you know, he wasn't good. He went 16-21. 171 yards. No touchdowns. No interceptions. But was sacked seven times. And this was before Bosa. This is the... PB era, pre-Bosa era. We got him next year in the draft. Um, Mullins just went ham on him. 16 of 22, 262 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Breed and Mostert crushed it. 19 combined carries, 130 yards, touchdowns. I mean, they just did anything they wanted to. Kittle, four catches, 102 yards. Pierre Garçon, baby, three catches for 56 and a touchdown. Kendrick Bourne had a touchdown. Like, get this. and This, this will take you back. This game, guess who led the 49ers in sacks? None other than Roundhouse himself, Cassius Marsh, had two and a half sacks. Dakota Watson had one and a half sacks. Talk about a roster change, right? Um, it's 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 weird looking back to 2018. Now the Raiders, man, they they were busy. They thought they were a player away from being in the Super Bowl. They traded so much to go get Devontae Adams. They traded a 2022 first-round pick, which was number 22 overall for Quay Walker, a second-round pick who became Alec Pierce uh, to the Packers for Devontae Adams. And they paid him a ridiculous amount on top of it, which everybody thought was a good move, but this roster and coaching staff just isn't to the place yet where they can be successful consistently, especially in that division. Uh, that That's another problem that you have to weigh in on it. AFC West, no joke, man. It's no joke. Now, here's the head coach himself, Kyle, talking about the Raiders and just kind of like a holistic view of them and kind of how they see Great players who can beat you. Um, that's why I think they've had a chance in, in so many games this year, and they have been close. I mean, they're just a few um, – the ball bouncing the different way to being uh, uh, locked in as a playoff team right now. So I know they're they're sitting down their quarterback, who I think is a real good player, um, but they also got three big-time weapons there in offense. Um, they're – Defensive end and Crosby is playing as probably the second best defense player in the league, um, at least that I've seen this year. I think he's been unbelievable. Um, so they got some guys who um, can wreck games, and you better be on your stuff regardless. 
there's no doubt that the top end of their roster, I mean, if you just, again, list those stud players, Max Crosby, number one, Devontae Adams, got to be up there with him, right? Darren Waller, whenever he's on. You even got the slot guy um, who, who can play some ball, but whatever. I mean, he's he's an over He's Trent Taylor on steroids, right? Talking about Renfro. Colton Miller's decent left tackle. They've got guys. Josh Jacobs has over 1,500 yards rushing, which is unreal. The only reason why I mentioned him last is congrats on trying to run against this Niners defense with a quarterback with zero experience. Niners stay in base formation, you know, well, 4-3 or 4-2-5 in our nickel package. We do not load the box often. Probably one of the best teams in the NFL as far as light boxes. It doesn't matter against us. It doesn't matter. Not with our linebackers. So, Niners have not allowed 60 yards rushing to a single player all year. So congratulations, Josh Jacobs. Like, you're going to have to break some crazy tendencies against one of the best tackling teams in the past decade. Can it be done? Yes. Maybe we'll be shocked. And if Josh Jacobs has under, I would say, 100 total yards, zero chance that this team is even comp- competes with the Niners. But before we get to that, let's, let's talk about the defense for the Raiders. Let's go through some of these stats. Out of 32 teams, okay, um, 27th in red zone. That's not good, bottom five. 18th in rushing touchdowns allowed. Niners run the ball well. They've only forced 12 turnovers in 15 games. That's 31st in the NFL. That's second to last. Not good. Negative five um, turnover category through the entire season. You got to be on the positive side of that. Now you're adding in a quarterback that's never started in the NFL? All right. 27th in pass yards allowed, 25th in total yards allowed, 26th in yards per pass, 22nd in third downs, 13 in yards per rush out of 16 teams. 16 is average. This is the only statistical category that they are above average, not like barely. That's 4.3 yards per carry. If you told me the 49ers are getting 4.3 yards per carry this game, I'd say, sign me up, buddy, because we're going to be running it nonstop. And so – find a metric on paper that goes their way. I get any given Sunday. I get the Raiders hate us. I get we hate them. You want to treat this as a rivalry. Things can go awry, no doubt. Logically, it's pretty damn hard to find an area where the Raiders have an advantage or even, I'm sorry, let me change that, are on par with the Niners. It's pretty damn difficult. Um, 20, 31st in total defensive DVOA. Talk about how great Max Crosby is. That's great. When you have the second least efficient defense in the entire NFL, get out of my face with that BS. Max Crosby is amazing. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great: it, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. 
So, download the app today. Use code 49ers, 49ERS, for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100 over on Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. This team is not. This coaching is not. 24th and uh, first downs a lot. Now, again, back to Max Crosby, absolute stud. But if you're going to be a defensive player of the year candidate, your offense can't be second to last. Them's the rules. I'll make them up. Um, he's fifth out of 121 edge players on PFF. He's got 90.3. Like, he's an all-pro player. He's very, very good. He's not defensive player of the year or even close to that. You have to elevate the play of players around you. Haven't really seen that yet, but he is a freak of nature. Uh, he's great. Andrew Billings, their defensive tackle. He's 14th out of 127 player uh, defensive tackles on PFF. He's good. Jerron Harmon, their free safety, 20th out of 89. You see what I'm like? If I'm listing best players playing in this game defensively, it got pretty damn hard to find anybody after two players. They might have the worst linebacking core in the entire NFL. What does Kyle Shanahan do better than any other play caller in the NFL? overextend linebacker responsibilities and take advantage of them in play action coming up to support the run versus George Kittle right behind them versus Ayuk right behind them versus jet sweep sideways versus Christian McCaffrey coming at, like you sound I, I can keep going you're stressing their biggest weakness of their team I don't know man <laughs> quarter plays bad front four is better than their back seven but that's still kind of just throwing a lot up in the air. Like, if they're just going to have an average game, you got to do more. They got to have some all-world effort. They got to have some all-world plays. Balls got to bounce their way, all those things. Now, we are in Vegas, 
And depending on when you're listening, Saturday, 1 to 4.30 p.m., we are going to be at Tailgate Social. Come out with us. It's over in Palace Station. Going to be a blast. We're going to have the games on for the college football playoff as we're doing all of our stuff, trivia, competitions, uh, raffles, you name it. We got a bunch of stuff to give away. Come out with us. Um, and we also have tickets up for the wild card tailgate game uh, where we're going to be tailgating out there. No matter who the 49ers get in that wild card round, we will be there. And as always, look for that 49ers rush road trip flag. That kind of shows you where we are. Um, now, let's go to the offense of the Raiders, which is kind of difficult to assess because you've got a very unproven guy out there in Jared Stidham. Now, let's just be honest, Kyle knows Stidham. Um, I would argue Kyle knows Stidham pretty dang well. Now, Josh McDaniels picked him whenever he was at New England and then brought him with him where he is now. But listen to Kyle talk about Stidham because he coached him in the senior. really liked how he threw. Um I liked him as a guy, just working with him. Um, never enjoy going to Mobile that time of year. So it's just not always a good feeling. It means you didn't do very well, and you really want to break, and you don't get it. Um, but I do remember enjoying him and knowing he was a talented player that we all believed was going to get drafted and well, was not surprised that New England took him. And so Josh McDaniels knows him very well. He's been with him at two places, and they made the switch to save money for the owner. Um See what this kid's got. Never started in the NFL. And the funny thing is, like, he's a young quarterback, right? He's three years older than Brock Purdy. He's four years older than Trey Lance. So, like, you're talking about some young quarterbacks on these two teams. And yeah, let's just go through the numbers uh, for the offense. Now, again, this is when Derek Barr was in there, but this is their season output rankings out of 32 teams. 26 in interceptions thrown. 11th in touchdown passes. That's Devontae Adams and Walner, let's be honest. 18th and third downs, 27th in red zone percentage, 14th in yards, 16th average. Remember, 14th in passing yards, 15th in rushing yards, 16th in offensive DVO. They are the most mid-offense in the NFL. They are the barometer for average, right? Um, I, I think I used that term mid correctly. Uh, young people let me know in the chat. Did I use it correctly? I think I did. In fact, if you look up mid-NFL, you just see the Raiders logo. That's exactly what they're, they're a mid franchise to the T to the T. Um, they're just not, they're not a good team. They're average on offense. They're below average on defense, below average on special teams. Um, the one thing that kind of stood out and this was looking hard, shout out to coach Cruz fourth and average dot drive time of possession with three minutes per drive. I mean, Quick drives. It's big plays. It's Devontae Adams busting a big play. It's Josh Jacobs busting a big play, or they're punting the ball. That's what it is. It's, they they thrive on big plays. Take those away. 49ers run a shell concept defense with a strong front seven with speed everywhere. They got to get behind the 49ers defense, which is going to be difficult with Jared still on my quarterback. So we'll see there. And I'll get to my keys to the game later. Let's talk just a little bit more about the Raiders' offense as we get to know them. Uh, Devontae Adams incredible. He's the fourth highest-rated player uh, at the wide receiver position with an 89.9 PFF grade. He's a freak. He has had some of his best games of his career against the 49ers. But if you go back to the divisional game when the Packers were the one seed and the 49ers went to Lambeau and it was freezing, he had one solid drive. Then D'Amico said, uh-uh. Doubling that guy rest of the game, 
offense went to crap. Aaron Rodgers lost the best player, and it's been done since. And I think that should, is exactly how you should treat it, this this game. I want the 49ers uh, defense to come out as aggressive as possible. Uh, listen to Kyle talk about Stidham again whenever this question was actually precluded the last clip I played from Kyle, but I thought the second clip introduced Stidham better. But listen to what he says the defense. I mean, I know he's a talented thrower. Um, got a, We've seen him play before, um, not just at the Senior Bowl, but um, I think we played him a couple of years ago. Um, but he can make every throw similar to Carr in that way. Um, but he hasn't been out there a lot, so hopefully we'll confuse him, make it tough for him. He hasn't been out there a lot, so hopefully we can confuse him and make it tough for him. That If I was the D.C., which D'Amico is incredible, um, not trying to be critical, I'm just saying this is what I think the plan is and should be. You get as aggressive and confusing early on. You blitz happy, zone blitz, all that stuff. You go after this kid and try to rattle the mess out of him early. Because, again, like I said earlier, if the Raiders don't keep this game close early, it's over. D-U-N. Done done so you allow you just play your base concepts on the back end don't do anything special for Devonte adams early nothing you try to get this quarterback to prove to you you got to respect the deep ball to Devonte. but early on i'm coming i'm trying to ruin this kid's career not injury wise just up here i want this kid seeing ghosts feeling uncomfortable we're coming at you kid very similar to what the Dolphins did to Purdy, right? I mean, it was just zero blitz, zero blitz, zero blitz, zero blitz. And guess what happened? The dude freaking thrived and ate their lunch and went for over 30 points. Can Jared Stidham do that same thing? Ah, I don't think so against this defense. Now, if for some reason he can prove and takes advantage, hits some of those deep balls to Devontae, gets a touchdown, whatever else, then I make the adjustment. Then I made, but I, I, I forced this kid to prove to me I have to respect him first. So I go out there and I play base, back end coverage, but I'm bringing pressure. I'm bringing five on any passing down early, and I'm bringing from all over. Jimmy Ward, I'm talking Dre Greenlaw, Fred Warner, Talano Hufunga. It, it's a different pressure coming from a different spot every single freaking play that's a pass situation until he proves to me, all right, we got to respect him deep. Then then and only then do I put a safety over Devontae Adams the entire game. Very similar to what they did last year in Green Bay. But he's got to prove it first. <laughs> you got to make us come off this pressure, right? Um, now, Josh Jacobs, from pro football focus standpoints, from a lot of standpoints, rushing leader in the NFL, he is ranked first out of 63 possible running backs with a 92.3 grade. But he hasn't seen the 49ers yet. Hasn't. Colton Miller's good. He's a top eight tackle. Um, you know, it's, he went after Mike McGlinchey. He, it's funny. McGlinchey was way better the first couple of years. Colton Miller has continued to improve and by far surpassing that of, um, Mike McGlinchey. I don't think anybody would argue that anymore, but I worried about it because Nick Bosa is going to be going against Colton Miller the entire time. Well, not the entire time. Cause he does switch, but you've got Colton Miller on one side. I'm going to mess up this name dramatically. Jermaine. Ulia Monar, uh, I think I did that somewhat okay. He's the right tackle. And, you know, he came out of AM, which I hate more than any other team, fifth round pick in 2017. Um, so, yeah, you got that going on there. So, Bose is going to be able to do his thing. But the interior offensive line is their weakness, which, again, I said earlier, they had to cut last year because 
the owner couldn't take the contract, the future contracts uh, that kicked in with all the incentives. So you get what you pay for. Uh, <laughs> you get what you pay for. And so Stidham making his first start, interior offensive line, don't like it. You know, I was going over the scheme and kind of tendencies of the offense, and I was like, man, this doesn't – it doesn't work. It doesn't work because it's a new quarterback. Um, it, it's kind of hard to predict all these different things. So I, I just kind of stopped myself because I was like, this is, this, it's not – it's a different player playing <laughs> – driving the controls. So we'll see how it goes. Um, now, before we jump into probably my favorite part of this podcast or bets of the week, interesting connections between players, um, predictions, and all that kind of stuff. Best way to support this show, this program, our events, Patreon. Uh, it's it's the, the lifeblood of the 49ers Rush team and all that we bring um, to community. All you got to do is go to patreon.com slash 49ers Rush podcast. And as soon as you sign up, you get almost everything, depending on the tier you pick. And if you're just interested in 49ers play, guess what? We have every single offensive, defensive, and special teams play from the last two and a half years. Every single game for the 49ers. Nobody else has this content. Now, not to mention we have extra episodes weekly. We've got scouting report breakdowns. We've got betting. We've got your one-stop shop for 49ers content. And if you want to be heard, guess what? We got Zoom Hangouts twice a month where we listen to you patreon.com slash 49ers rush podcast or just google patreon and 49ers we're the first one that shows up you know i i started this episode off with a little bit of a rant about how much i dislike um you know the raiders listen to these connections this is by far – I thought the Dolphins probably had the most connections to the 49ers because of the Kyle Shanahan, you know, whatever, teams that were on the 49ers. Listen to these college connections. This is going to take a minute, but I think it's important. It, it's crazy. First off, got to start off talking Notre Dame. Listen to all these Notre Dame players. Mike McGlinchey, Aaron Banks, Alex Bars, Matthias Farley, Isaac Rochelle, Jerry Tillery. That's seven players that were all together at Notre Dame at the same time. Darius Butler, Brandon Ayuk at ASU, Arizona State. Fred Warner and Harvey Ling played together at BYU. Clemson Connection, Cleland Farrell, Hunter Renfro, Ray Ray McLeod all together, won championships together, right? Charlie Warner, Samir White won championships together at Georgia. Um, Neil Farrell Jr. and TDP, championship together at LSU. Uh, Thayer Munfield Jr. and Nick Bosa at Ohio State together. Horanis Grasso, you remember him? He was a center for us. Uh, he's with them now, Eric Armstead. They were together at Oregon. Tyler Croft, uh, Jerron Harmon were at Rutgers. Uh, we got the Tennessee connection, Juwan Jennings, Matthew Butler, Jacon Johnson, um, even UCLA. What's up, LA peeps? Jake Brindle, Andre James, Jan Brown, and Colton Miller were all together. A lot of those O-linemen. Um, USC, check out these names. I'm going to fail this test. Isaiah Polo Mau, Kanai Mauga, Drake Jackson, and Talano Hufunga all together at USC. Utah, Mitch Wisnowski and Jackson Barton. And then UTSA. This is like the third game this year where there have been multiple roadrunners um, in the same game. There's three this game. You got Spencer Burford, Leroy Watson, and Sincere McCormick. Um, are all coming over from UTSA. And then you got the Stanford connection, Blake Martinez and CMC. Now, Blake Martinez is interesting because he was the starting linebacker for the Packers back in the 2019 run. 
when we rushed for, I don't know, right? That's the Raheem Mostert game, right? Where he goes for like 224 touchdowns or whatever. They fired him after they cut his contract. He went to the Giants. He's been an NFL journeyman. Now he finds himself here. And again, I bring back this thing. And I don't even think he's going to be playing this week, but like 40 hours ruined that dude's career. Uh, because again, you remember I talked earlier about how Shanahan's like prides himself on manipulating linebacker play. That dude has been seeing ghosts ever since. Um, yeah, he was one of the top paid linebackers. I think it was like a top six paid linebacker before that. And then after that, it was like, oh, nah, he's done. Um, now, bets of the week, I put them up on Patreon. I'm waiting for all the uh, final player props to come out. I shared my teaser on yesterday's show. Um, I am betting, and I haven't done this all year, I'm betting the 49ers to win big. So the adjusted uh, it's 10 points, nine and a half points they're favored by. I'm betting 49ers win 14 or more points. I, I just don't see how this can be close. I could be wrong, but I just don't see it. But if you want the rest of the bets, that's going to be over on Patreon.com, which we do every week, and we've made a lot of money this year. Um, hopefully you've bet with us. Now, predictions. Here we go, baby. The prices for tickets for this game are dropping – hundred plus dollars a day when the schedule first was released this was the most expensive regular season game for the entire nfl one the new stadium two you know the california to vegas connections relatively close three these two teams don't play each other often new year's vegas i mean good gosh it was the most pricey i still haven't bought my tickets by the way um i never do I always wait well they're dropping why are they dropping one 60 of the fans buy tickets are niners fans because the Raiders owner has given up on this team this year. The Raiders coaching staff has given up on the team this year. The fans, not the diehards, and I respect the diehards. And I respect Raider Nation for how they support their team. I, I do like that very, very much. Um, and I like, I like how rowdy they are, just no violence. But I, I love all the other things about them. Have the players given up? I don't know. That's what we're going to see. Do they rally around this kid? And, again, Derek Carr being one of the most beloved teammates that they have had in the face of this franchise, literally being kicked out of the locker room and sent home. Do they rally around that and be like, all right, let's, what, fight for Jared Stidham? I don't know. I, I, I can't find a narrative in my, you know, dual brain wheel up here that says, man, I could see them doing this and rallying. I don't see it. I can't find that motivating factor. Um, so we'll see. 49ers don't have to do anything to win this game. And not saying it's 100% lock or whatever. Raiders can win. But Niners could have an off game defensively, offensively, special teams. They could have an off game and still win. I think the Niners could be negative two in the turnover ratio and still win. I, it's got to be a cataclysmic event for the Raiders to be able to rally and win this game. They've got to keep it close early. You cannot go into halftime down seven points if you're the Raiders and think you're going to win. Not when they've blown the most double-digit point leads in NFL history for a single season, and they go into halftime down. <sighs> Coaching adjustments aren't there. Rookie uh, Not rookie quarterback. First start ever. Like, best defense. In the no. <laughs> no. Um, I have Ayuk having a great game. I got him getting at least five catches, 87 yards. And when the player props come out, I'll bet accordingly with that. McGlinchey, he's had a great month. 
penalties aside, okay, I get that, but hasn't given up a sack. He's played great. He's got his toughest matchup yet. The Commanders was the toughest matchup he had against Chase Young, Muncha Sweat. He answered the call. Two false starts, I get it. His film was incredible. Now he's got Max Crosby. I don't care about penalties. I don't care if Mike McGlinchey gets two penalties that take off points off the board this week. I don't care. What I don't want is to give up a sack against Max Crosby. That's what I do not want. I would take two holding calls that push us out of field goal range. Don't care about that. Just no strip sack or interception, you know, pressure or whatever else. That's what I want to see. Um, I think Purdy's legend grows. I think the streak of two touchdown passing a game extends from four to five. He's only got, you know, three starts as his fourth start, but he had two touchdowns passing against Miami when he came in off the bench. I think that continues. I think this 49ers defense is going to get, I wrote, uh, obscene. It's going to get ugly. How do you stop Nick Bosa right now? He's playing better than he's ever played. He's two sacks away from Alden Smith's 19-and-a-half franchise record. And he's been on point saying he cares about this, and that is what he wants. I got Bosa tying Alden this this week, um, and I think he you know continues. My prediction for him last week was one-and-a-half sacks, two tackles for loss. Well, I was wrong. He had two sacks, two tackles for loss, and a forced fumble. I think the two-and-two two happens again this week. Two sacks, two tackles for losses, um, and ties the record. I do think he'll break it in uh, the last game of the season. This game has Greenlaw and Huff written all over it, and I don't think either one had a good game last week. I think Greenlaw probably had one of his worst games of the year. Last year, Pro Football Focus had him great as the worst defender. But you're going to try to run it. They have to. They got to believe that Josh Jacobs is going to outrun this defense. Drake Greenlaw going to put this dude oh in his place. I think Hufunga is going to play great, blitzing, moving all over the place. I got Hufunga getting a sack or an interception. Um, it's been a while since we've had one. Devontae Adams is going to have a game. He should have 10-plus targets, um, should have 10-plus catches, and that's okay. That's okay. Just can't let him beat you twice. Don't let him behind you. Keep him underneath you. Um, yeah, I, I love this game. And I am so happy to have what is about to happen. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. I've been wrong before. I got the 49ers winning 31-10. And you can go back through every single one of these. Just click on, you know, it's the same thumbnail. We made these. Shout out to the man, Dale. He made these thumbnails before the season started. The 49ers versus so-and-so preview week, whatever. Go back. Look through my videos. Click on the previews. Skip to the last part of the video. And just watch the prediction, my score predictions. I don't predict games like this. I did versus the Panthers. I did versus the Cardinals uh, in Mexico City. And I am now. And I feel more confident about this game than I did those two. Niners going to embarrass some people out there. Niners going to embarrass some people out there. And if it's if the Raiders can't keep it close at halftime, it's going to get ugly. <laughs> it's going to get ugly, and I am here for it. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. We'll be live at the end of the show. I don't know what reception's like in Allegiant. Um, so if I don't go live right after the kickoff, that's what I'm going to try to do. But if I don't, then maybe when I walk out the stadium and open up. But as soon as I get reception, trust me, believe you me, we will be going live, enjoying celebrating a win together on New Year's Eve, extending this winning streak from eight to Kyle Shanahan's best ever, nine.
until that time, appreciate you guys. Thank you for all the support. Man, I'm pumped about this game. Till then, stay strong, faithful. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.